All right, so what's up? Okay, what is good? What is going Nothing. on? This is uh, uh, the first time that I've been on a podcast in several months. Because, as yeah. I mentioned before, uh have not recorded Dungeons and Lesbians in a while, so I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, well, I mean, it's fine. We only have a we only have a massive legion of fans that will judge you at every misstep, so you're fine. Oh yeah, I'm really I'm just so excited to be uh to be By which I'm by which I mean we have like a hundred regular listeners, so like you're really not like the the, 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 the part the, the corner of the internet you are exposing your ass to right now is extremely tiny. Okay, enjoy that lily white shit then, because uh, <laughs> you're getting it. Whew. Oh, getting the whole ass. The whole um, ass. This is, this is the most inebriated the podcast has been since we did uh, uh, Dead Ringers, in which when, when Blair and I both drank Four Locos, because I am... <laughs> I'm like a beer and a whiskey sour deep, and it was like a very okay. heavy on the bourbon whiskey sour. Well, I guess it was a bourbon. It was a bourbon sour. But... <laughs> it's kind of like interchangeable, isn't it? I mean, I don't yeah, know liquor. It, it but... is, but it's, it's like rectangles and squares in that all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. Okay, all right. But um, it... <sighs> I I bought like some Larceny 1807, like the, the like some really high shelf uh, bourbon, and I was only really drawn to it because of the packaging. And, like, I, I realized, like, I just need to stop buying a top shelf. I just need to start buying from the bottom shelf exclusively because I cannot take a, taste a difference. It all tastes nasty. See, you're absolutely right. And that's why I don't know liquor from fucking Jack. I just, I, the, <laughs> I have no idea. The, like, when I'm, I work at a bar and when I come up after exception. work and I'm like, okay, can I have a drink? And they're like, yeah, do you want the fancy liquor? Or do you want the well liquor? I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Just give me some liquor. I yep. don't care. Just put it in my body already. <laughs> liquor and beer, like lower high quality, all taste the same to me. The only thing, but wine though, I will actually like. I can notice. I can like tell when a wine is good because um oh, a couple of weeks yeah. ago, a couple of weeks ago, I got a I got like a, a small bonus, like a hundred dollar bonus for my boss, and uh, I decided to treat my girlfriend and I to uh, some really nice wine. So I bought like this forty dollar bottle of Cabernet, and um. Uh, like, we both took a sip and, like, locked eyes and made a face. We were both like, I think this is the best wine I have ever drank in my life. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had wine like this. See, yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at, too. I really enjoy wine. I'm not, like, a wine connoisseur or anything. Like, my ex was a severe wine connoisseur, and so I sort of got a little bit of that from her. But other than that, I'm... I'm, yeah. I'm not a wine connoisseur at all, but, like, yeah. the, the more but expensive I, I said, it is, it's usually, that means it's older, right? So the older yeah. wine is usually better. Yeah. Anyways, I said this podcast is very neat, because I'm not the only one who's a little bit messed up right now. Listen, I'm I'm just a touch flavor blast, because that's just, that's just kind of how I do. That's my, uh, that's my personal journey. Listen, we all need some stinky pinkies sometimes. <laughs> some stinky pinky i hate that so much <laughs> it's uh it's bad honestly like, it is objectively bad but even, i still say it it's, it's not even pink couldn't you do like weenie greeny or something That's my only contribution for the day.
fear biting everyone it is your number one diurnal murder podcast i guess yeah or not sorry nocturnal not diurnal nocturnal nocturnal is better yeah, it is. I mean, it is nocturnal because it is a bed in this case. Um, but yeah, hi. Th- this is Fear Bidding. I'm Lulu, and this is Fallon. I'm the number one Jessamine McCree liker and uh, a co 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 host of Dungeons and Lesbians. Are you all co 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 hosts? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's stacked. I think that's how I think that's how linguistics works. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Anyways, I, I don't I, care. I, I, yeah, I am very much drinking a beer right now, so I'm going to get a little bit more, oh, excuse me, messed up as the night as the episode goes on. And I, I had to, I had to be high for this movie because honestly, it's, it's not a movie; it's an experience, and it's not a good experience. Yeah, no, it's this movie is uh this movie is a trip, honestly. It, uh, it like it seems like it's trying to be an art house film, but it had a budget of about seventeen dollars and uh, a five dollar <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> oh, got that Rex Morgan sponsorship, huh? <laughs> Unfortunately, you know I say that, I say that, but like, I, I, I do say that, but at the same time, like Rex Morgan is like my go to for like when I don't want to spend forty dollars on wine. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm just a, I'm a Franzia bitch myself, so, you know, and they, the only reason I said $5 bottle of wine was because of that, that fancy unmarked bottle of wine that the bed did consume, and it was just on my mind, because I just, yeah I can't get a lot of that imagery out of my mind now. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, this, that, 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 the, the 80% of the budget went into the food that was eaten by the bed. <laughs> God, absolutely. That and the jewelry that um, the dude wore. It was just sort of a train wreck all around. I think my favorite character was probably just Oscar Wilde looking homie behind the painting that was like, I guess, the bed's only friend. Oh, yeah. That's a good character. <laughs> I, I personally liked the bed. The bed itself was pretty good. Sort of a wily, um, capricious, capricious kind of character. Mm. Yeah, um, so, uh, Fallon, what's been in the news lately as far as gay and or horror shit? Uh, I have no idea. What has the only the, the, the only shit I've seen in the news regarding gay shit is that, that video of the lesbian couple proposing to the, each other, like, <gasps> yes! at the same time, which is the cutest thing yes. in the world. Oh my god, that was my favorite, and then I saw all my straight friends re- retweeting it and stuff, and I was like, you know what, god bless you, everyone needs to see this, this is the cutest shit I've personally ever seen. The fact that they did it during Pictionary was just the best. Uh, you know, I feel like that's definitely what this movie and many other movies is missing, is more gay shit. Yeah, no, like, adding gay shit to everything, like, just makes it better. Especially horror movies. Like, let's be like, real. Like, I've been watching some, I've been watching some anime lately. Like, some, I've been watching specifically Kaiji and, um... I've been watching Kaiji, Symphogear, and uh, Pop Team Epic. And Pop Team Epic is already very gay. Yes. So that, that's that's good to start with. Symphogear would be much better if it was gay. And, well, it might get gay. I've only, listened, I've only watched like three episodes. And um, uh, Kaiji would definitely be better if Kaiji was gay. Which he might be at some point. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I've been 
in the same circles as people who have enjoyed kaiji and i feel like they ship two of the characters pretty hard i feel like they ship kaiji and another guy pretty hard so i feel like that kind of that that edges towards gay content but uh sure definitely sure. need to definitely need to get on it in an official sense i feel like every piece of media needs to get on that gay content in an official sense oh absolutely um, Kaiji, Kai, Kaiji is very. I've been watching. Yeah, I, I fi- I'm finally actually using my fucking Crunchyroll Premium subscription to good use and skipping the ads. Oh yes. Um, so yeah, but as far as like uh, as far as like horror movies coming up, um, I'm not seeing anything on upcominghorrormovies.com. Uh, apparently, Mom and Dad is already getting a. Uh, oh, never mind. I just saw something. What happened? There's a new Hellraiser movie out. Oh, that's. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Does it look uh, like it's wonder- any good? I mean, uh, well, for I mean, it, it was straight to DVD. <laughs> so that's a great start. Oh God. They 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 pounded it out so that they would not lose the cop like the the license due to decay. Oh. So okay, here here are the subtitles for here 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 are the Hellraiser movies. Hellraiser, which is the original. Hellbound, Hellraiser two. Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. And then the rest are preceded by Hellraiser. Just imagine I'm saying Hellraiser before each of them. Bloodline, Inferno, Hellseeker, Deader. Deader. Hellworld, Revelations, and Judgment. These turn into Castlevania titles at some point. Oh, Jesus Christ. What is what is Hellworld, colon, Deader? Uh, Hellworld, colon, Deader. That's when you're, oh, that's when you eat too much Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, it's when you eat too much Taco Bell and like you you have to you like you your ass pays for it yes. and so you like you owe your ass ten dollars. Yeah, Hell World. Get it? Hell Hellraiser debtor. <laughs> Dep- debtor. <laughs> oh Jesus! Christ. That's a real knee slapper. The only question is which one. Oh, that's a real <laughs> knee dabber. Imagine me. I'm. Slapping my knee and doing a cool dab. Oh, not just like a regular dab, like a cool like a dab? really cool dab, dude. I just did the coolest anyways, yeah, dab. The, anyways, yeah, this movie came out four days ago. So did the bed that eats deathbed. Actually, it came out no, that, four years ago when I last saw it, and uh, completely it actually came out in 1973, it. but close enough. Yeah. <laughs> so this episode is gonna this episode is gonna be kind of a rough shot, like just kind of we're just kind of gonna go on as many chains as we can find because there's no plot to this movie because the plot is what it boils down to is there's a bed that eats people and it is in a, it's in a house that people keep fuck they keep people keep going onto the bed for for some whatever reason. The bed eats anything that goes on top of it. There is a man imprisoned by the bed behind a painting, and he is a dead person. Someone burn, someone like stabs the bed to death, or like burns it down, or something like that. And then the guy behind the painting finally dies, and the bed dies, and that's the end of the movie. And I just did that plot in thirty seconds, and I'm drunk. Oh god, yeah, no, that's basically it. It's just like a, apparently the bed is like a demon, and the, the, it's it's. It was created through a demon crying tears of blood onto it or something. And, like, the only way to break the curse is to, like, draw a circle around the bed and then draw a circle around the grass outside. And then it transports it. And it's just the stupidest, the absolute stupidest shit I've ever heard or seen. (laughs) Yeah. 
It's this movie is. I think we're just gonna like spend some time to talk about our favorite parts of this movie because there's a lot of good oh, parts of this movie. So I, th- I think we just go like pound for pound, back and forth. You can start because you've seen this movie more than I have. Um. Uh, all right. Definitely. One of my favorite scenes is any scene with a titty in it, which is pretty much every other scene. Every yeah, other scene had much. a titty in it. It was pretty good. Um, I did like when he first ate, uh, when when the demon bed ate the first girl. Not the very first girl, but the first girl that came on the trip. Because the the, the movie started with... A couple being eaten, and that was just yes. to set the well, like, scene. T- f- Fifteen minutes of prelude followed by a couple getting. Oh yeah, mm, yummy. Um, no, but my favorite scene was when he eats the girl that comes in there, and she gets naked in front of him, and he goes, mm-hmm. and like because he's a horny, horny old bitch. Mm, yummy. Oh, so beautiful. Is a horny little bed, and uh, <laughs> and then he eats her, and we just see a shot of like a skull in the yellow fizz of the bed's insides with like a bad wig on it. Yep, <laughs> that was it's extremely good. Was so good. Oh Jesus. Um. So my my favorite scene is the one with the two gangsters who are on the bed for no real reason, and they're playing cards. Oh and yeah. And one of them gets a hand of one of them gets a hand of pure jank. The other one gets a hand of four aces and a joker. And the the joker says no joker. And the other the other aces have you are now dead written on them. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. I just And then they point that. and then and then the then the, the the gangster with like the shit hand pulls out a gun and starts shooting the bed cuz it's starting to eat them. Yes. And it's just like it, like the only way the audio could have been worse is if there was someone off camera going like bang. Bang. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> just like shouting the words out because this audio is like, it's like an MP3 played through some headphones into a microphone that was used for the ADR. Oh, God. Can we just talk about how bad the ADR was in general? Like, even in that beginning scene, like, there was there was an entire, like, outdoor little mini scene that was entirely ADR, and their faces were, like, shrouded in black, so they thought you couldn't tell, but you could definitely tell. And the ADR yeah. was just so terrible. Like, there was... I don't know whether it was me, but there was a little bit of, like, feedback from a mic whenever they talked, and I just... Yeah, oh, no, I think you're right. fuck me... Fuck me, dude. It was so bad. Oh, God. This movie was a nightmare of beauty. It was. And then another another favorite was definitely the scene where uh, the... Uh, this was so weird because she was, she was the only character who was kind of made to suffer in a prolonged way. And she was the only black character, which I don't know had any kind of significance, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, probably "Mm, not great. But so this lady, Oh God, this scene is, she gets like her butt, (laughs) her butt like chomped by the bed. Snarf. And then she like, she like, there's like ketchup on the back of her pants, which is what they, they expect us to believe that that is blood, even though it is like, Oh. Completely viscous. You know what it reminds me of? Do you know what it reminds me of? Did you ever see this the Sweeney Todd movie? 
I didn't. Okay, because the blood in that movie, they put just like a gray filter over everything. And so they use this like orange substance as the blood and you can like totally tell. And the blood is just that same viscosity and that same color. And that's just what it reminds me of. I don't know whether anybody else is familiar with this, but like, I don't know. I was really creepy about Sweeney Todd when I was a kid. I mean, I feel you you definitely seem like the kind of person that would have been. Oh yeah, no, I was a nightmare in the seventh grade. It was so bad. You, you are you are definitely you were definitely a Sweeney Todd gay. Uh yeah, I was a Sweeney Todd gay. I was a bad anime like, gay. You were the kind of person who like would kin Vriska if the if you were like a little bit if you were like a little bit younger. Oh my god. Or would have kin Vriska. <laughs> I would have wanted to kin Dave Strider. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that tracks. That fully tracks. Oh. <laughs> I hate oh, this God. so much. <laughs> oh, the um, my favorite part of that scene is that literally it is three minutes uninterrupted of the woman writhing on the floor, crawling very slowly towards uh. the stairs and door. Like, I'm not kidding. This was nightmarish. I like, I, I think you got, you got up to get a banana and you came back a minute later <laughs> and it was still happening. She literally... And you were, we weren't even halfway through. She, she was at the bottom of the stairs when I left and I came back and she had gone up three stairs. She had gone up three entire stairs. Yeah, it's. Oh God, um, <laughs> Jesus! He just like she fucking like, and then like she gets like most of the way out the door, and then a like the the last surviving girl is like, oh, I'm gonna come help you, and then a bed sheet tentacle comes out and like grabs the girl's leg and drags her back, <laughs> and they don't even make, they make it last like thirty seconds. They really could. They really could have done with maybe. A 30-second version of that scene, and that still would have been too much. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you want to hear the... Do you want to hear the uh, the, the, the plot synopsis to this movie, by the way, off of Wikipedia? Yes. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to do my best, like, uh, like, preface to an anime voice. Okay, God. Hit me with it. Long ago, a demon fell in love with a woman and conjured up a bed on which to make love to her. The woman died during the act, and, in his grief, the demon wept tears of blood which fell on the bed and caused it to come to life. While the demon rests, the bed's evil is contained, but once, every ten years, the demon wakes, giving the bed the power to physically eat human beings. Only one man, an artist identified as Aubrey Beardsley, was spared, as the bed condemned him to immortality behind a painting where he must forever witness the bed taking victims. The bed passed from owner to owner until the present day. Oh, wow. That... <sighs> That was so much easier to parse than the entire movie was. Gold Roger opened his mouth and said, I've hidden all of my treasure in one piece. (laughs) (laughs) That's the voice I'm aiming for. That is the only, like, like, if you want to say that, that is the only time I will intentionally emulate an extremely masculine voice on this podcast. Yeah, I feel that. I cannot wait for I cannot wait to get started on voice training, which is happening next month. Yee, that's amazing! And then you got your lasers too. Yeah. Yes. Laser lasers are fucking expensive. It's like ninety dollars for an hour. Are you fucking kidding me? And it's not covered by insurance. No one has time for that. Why wouldn't it be covered by insurance? It fucking improves your quality of life. The funniest thing is, so like, if you want to get uh, if you want to get GRS. 
you need electrolysis down in your zone. You need to get like the hairs zapped off of your pizone. Oh my god. Your pizone? And, <laughs> yes. Um so the thing is most doctors will not do, uh, you know, obvi- most surgeons won't do a GRS without like ten hours of electrolysis done on your pizone, and the GRS is covered by New York State insurance, like it's legally required to be, but the electrolysis itself is not. Well, what the fuck? Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. Re- that's uh, ludicrous. It's, it's wild. Everything else is covered by New York State insurance. Like, everything else. Tracheal shape. You got it. Breast enlargement. You got it. Yes. Breast reduction or uh, whatever the hell it's called. Like, when you when a trans man gets their, like, their, their, their chesticles Mastectomy. <clears throat> Thank you. That's covered. Like, anything. It, like, even facial permanentization, I'm pretty sure it's covered by insurance. The only thing that is not is electrolysis, and I have no idea why. That is so strange. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> but okay, we were talking about where were we? We were talking about deathbed, how, the bed that how eats. terrible the bed that eats is. Yes. Um. What's your? I, uh, another really good part is when someone's eye comes out of the bed that eats and it rolls across. It rolls <laughs> like. It, okay, so it is an I, A of all, and B of all, it rolls on, like, some fabric, but it still makes it sound like a marble rolling on a floor. <laughs> yeah, they just really extended this for a very long time while these people were just sitting there watching it like, what the fuck? It looked like an eyeball with some, like, like paper mache glue attached to it in the form of, like, I guess it was trying to make it look like some calcified tissue or something something like but it that. just it just looked like some goddamn wet paper just wrapped around it and it was so baffling it was just this random ass eye that came out of the bed rolled around sounded like a marble because eyes totally sound like that right <laughs> that's what mine sounds like whenever they pop out of my head because i sneezed with my eyes open oh yeah that whole thing that happens when you sneeze yep. with your eyes open and your eyes pop out every time and then you go, oh, no, my eyes. Then you have to, you know, pop them back inside and just like a yep. little, little sneaky little uh, ritual. Anyway. <laughs> no. I, uh, I, I, I once, um, I once heard someone tell me that if you pat a pug's head too hard, its eyes would pop out of its head. <laughs> uh, no. Wait, is that a thing? I don't think so. I want to Google it. Snopes.com, help me. Oh. Can you knock a pug's eyes out? <laughs> the... oh, 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 no. Oh, no, can you? Oh, no, it's real. It's real. Oh. Fell, fell it's real. Jesus Christ. They have, they have super shallow eye sockets, so... Oh, oh God. Oh, just thinking about that has me, like, it gives me the heebs so bad. Like, I have the heebs really, really bad uh, right now. That's horrifying. Poor babies. Oh, let, even more evidence to the fact that the existence of pugs is a cruel and unusual punishment. Exactly. This is just why, this is why human beings just need to stop trying to play God. Yeah. Puggles, those are good. Yes. Puggles are safe. Puggles, yeah. puggles look like what pugs should look like. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're so cute. What's what's that one dog that's like super bad to breed and like also looks like a dog that is perpetually in the middle of doing a push up? Oh, oh, bulldogs. Well, yeah, not it's like a specific type of bulldog though, where it's like super bad for the animal to actually like be alive. An English bulldog? No, it's not that. It's like a really specific. Um, I absolutely know what you're talking about. Here it is. Uh, what is this? What is this? Sick, fat, meaty bulldog boy. Uh, it's the American bully. The American bully. Which it sucks because oh god, looking at these dogs makes me feel so sad because they look like they are stanced the fuck up to like just just to do a push up. <laughs> But, like, they, they have such a high rate of mortality. It's so depressing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. I, oh, God, that shit just makes me depressed, honestly. Oh, poor babies. Do- dogs are so good. Why would you... Why would you do such a why thing? Why would you inflict that on them? Why would you inflict that kind of existence on any dog? Yeah, poor babies. Poor babies. Dogs are so extremely potent. They're potent. They're just the absolute units. The absolute... When I worked at uh, Petco, there was this... um, Oh, it was a French Mastiff. (gasps) Have you ever seen a French Mastiff? They're large. They are huge. But the thing is, I met it when it was a puppy. The the little baby was named Bishop, and I met him when he was like eight weeks old, and he was he was big he was bigger than my dog is now, oh. <laughs> and like over like the six months that I worked there, I got to he came in like so frequently, I got to see that dog like that big slobbery mess of a dog show up every like every at least once a week, the absolute sweetest puppy in the world, oh, oh, Bishop. I love big dogs so much. The dog apparently cost the guy like $4,000. Holy shit. Yeah, purebreds are expensive. Dude, purebred dogs are terrible because they're so inbred and they always have so many health issues. Anyway, I'm here to say adopt. My name is Fallon and I'm here to say adopt Adopt a dog dog every day. Adopt a dog every day. (laughs) Fill your house up with dogs and then also go buy some pogs. Hi, oh. my name is Fallon, and I run a pog store on the internet in 2018. <laughs> dude, I need me some pogs. I need me oh, some good need some dog pogs? pogs. Oh, 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 God. Do you think the We Rate Dogs guy has, like, a pog store? I sure as hell hope so. Oh, I sure as hell hope not. That guy sucks. Oh, does he really suck? He, like, he made that, he made that Twitter as, like, a, a way to explore venture capital. Like, he's really weird about it. And he also thinks that he has, like, pioneered the idea of rating things. Oh. Oh, no. Like, it's not, it's not, like, really bad. It's just, like, it's super weird. He makes a lot of money off of doing that. Jesus Christ. I mean, you can make money off of doing any goddamn old thing on Twitter and YouTube any nowadays. It's so ridiculous. Like, I could, I could make a YouTube video where I just wipe my butt every day. <sighs> and I could probably make a shitload of money just wiping my butt every day. On the YouTube you know, machine. You know, you say that, but like, I have heard a tale 
of an of a girl who did like cam stuff, you know, like uh, like this is and this is not me harshing her in any way, shape, or form. I want to make that right. clear up front because it might sound like I am, but um, she did sell brownies to her fans that did just have a little bit of her dookie in them. <gasps> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Then if it's just a little bit, then it's fine. But like, it's just I, I, flavor. Like I oh. hear, I hear about that all the time. Oh my god! Or no, I don't. I don't hear about that all the time. I just think about that all the time. Sorry, I'm drunk. <laughs> is that just like, is that just like a thing that people requested? Like, do you think that's a thing that people request? I mean, like you know that there are sex workers out there who like send people their their used panties. Oh well, yeah. I mean, that's so that's like a given. it's it's really not that far of a jump, in my opinion. Also, obviously, I just want to, again, explicitly clear, this is a pro-sex worker podcast, like 100%. I love me some sex workers. They're amazing. I'm yes. just... Legalizing. And I, and I a, am consistently in awe of the things that they deal with. Yeah. No, I... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> once, once, once being perfectly frank, which this is not something I would come up with, this is not something I would say if I was just completely sober, but... I'm probably going to look into doing some of that, like, not sending my poop, but, like, doing some of that stuff once my transition, like, starts taking off. Yeah, I mean, whatever you want to do that you're comfortable with. I've looked just into it, too. Just gotta get my dick out. <laughs> just gotta, gotta get my dick out. I gotta get that shit out. No, I've been looking into, like, the, <laughs> I think it would be fun if I could do, like, a seeking arrangements thing with, like, find me a rich old lady and just be like, hey... And it'd just be set for a little while. That'd be nice. Oh my god, if I could find like a sugar mommy. Oh, have I ever told this story before about how my friend found Ty Lopez on a sugar daddy dating site? Who's Ty Lopez? Here in my garage, got this new Lamborghini here. <gasps> no way. Yes way. <laughs> my Holy friend who shit. I I think I think they would be comfortable being named, but I'm not gonna name them for this just out of, you know, safety here. My friend uh, does do a little bit of that stuff. I don't think they do it as much anymore, but they do still. They, they used to, and they found themselves on Sugar Daddy dating website, and they did, in fact, come across. And they like they live in like SoCal, where Ty Lopez is located. Oh yeah. And like him, like his picture was like him like flexing with his shirt off, his like shitty fro- his like shitty spiked hair, and like, oh my god, that is the funniest thing that ever happened. Oh no. Oh yes. That is fucking incredible. <laughs> I I don't really know what I would do with myself. See, that's my dating website. Is it's mostly sugar daddies, and I don't know if I could deal with that. Like in my heart. The thing is, like, I don't think I could even be compulsively heterosexual enough to like pretend to be into a man for the sake of sugar daddies. That is what I'm saying. Like, I need to find a sugar mama or something, cause cause it's not gonna work any other way. It really is not. It just does not jive with me or my brain. Yeah. No, understandably so. Uh, Jesus. Sorry, I'm... I am a little bit drunk. Okay. Anyways. uh, So do you have anything else you want to say about Deathbed, the bed that eats? I think that if you have a spare out, completely frustrating... Deathbed, the bed that eats. Don't. Don't, 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 don't watch this movie. Don't watch this movie sober. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, don't watch this movie sober. 
Okay, um, I guess that's going to do it for this part of the episode. We got a lot of questions this week. Oh, we did? Yeah, we did. Uh, all right, okay. here we go. Let's go from the bottom. Uh, first question from at nudity. I'm going to back up a little bit. Y'all got that Casper sponsor? <laughs> then nudity, nudity also asked, Y'all got that Blue Apron Casper crossover spawns the bed that eats at home for blah blah per person per meal? And oh, yeah. I would just like to say that this episode is, in fact, brought to you by Blue Apron. Uh, we, uh, you know, we, we offer such deals as, um, you know, white woman, black woman, gangster. We have, we have young, sweet Christian girl. <laughs> we have, oh, we didn't talk about another great scene in the movie where the guy sticks his arms in the bed trying to stab it and he gets them both bitten oh, off and he's like, well, God. okay. He just kind of deals with it. And the best part about that is that he doesn't get his arms completely bitten off. The skin gets burned off and he brings his hand up and they're just two plastic skeleton fucking hands. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, the cartilage is decaying and now clink. <laughs> oh, a finger fell off. He's just so fucking blasé about it. Yep. Like, what the fuck? He's literally holding up his hands that are now just skeletal. Skeletal? Oh, my God. Skeletal. Oh, my God. You are toasted. Excuse me. Skeletal. That's how the British say it. Sure it is. What the fuck do you mean? Oh, anyway. It's skeletal. Skeletal. <laughs> you are so toasted. Who's toasted? You are. I'm golden brown, bitch. Um, yeah, that was a really good scene, though. And he just fucking dealt with it. And then he's like, you're going to have to rip them off to his sister. And so she just, she didn't even hesitate. She was just like completely stone-faced. She just like reached forward and just like, Kirk, 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 like extensively just ripped his fucking hands off and he just stared on just impassive as fuck it was so odd <sighs> hold on i need a second to, to to okay next question if lulu was eaten by deathbed would that count as lesbian bed death uh fallon i need to throw this one to you what's your what's your opinion i think that it would depend on how active lulu was in oh i'm fucking constantly i am constantly fucking Okay, well, see, that's my thing, because lesbian bed death, it's just, I can't see Lulu as a bed starfish, is my thing, and so I feel Wait, hold like, on, when you say bed starfish, do you mean someone who's just, like, hands and legs are tied to the post and just, like, getting fucked constantly? No, I wish, I wish that was a bed what starfish. What is a bed, bed starfish? starfish? It's just someone who just lies there, just like a pillow princess, but less endearing. I mean, I am a pillow princess. Hey, 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 hey. My girlfriend is also a pillow princess. Oh, you can't so, call Roy like this. Hey, listen. I mean, it's it should be obvious enough from her entire countenance that she's a bottom. <laughs> so we're not even gonna we're not even gonna <laughs> We're not gonna we're not gonna stick with this one. <laughs> okay. Oh, <sighs> 
I'm just saying, and now I forgot what you, I was. Finally, saying. finally, we have had we for the second time in fear baiting history, we have had another lesbian top on this podcast that was not that was not Saf. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for joining us, Fallon. I mean, technically, I'm verse, but like for all intents and purposes, I'm a top. I so mean, with Roy, totally you kind of have to be a top. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's either service top or nothing. It's, 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 (laughs) I'm sorry to Roy because I know that she's going to listen to this. She's probably going to be like, Ray, because that's my, that's my nickname. Uh, But I'm also not sorry because it's funny as hell. And I want people to know that it's funny as hell and that pillow princesses are adorable, but bed starfishes are really not. That's my last T on it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> next question from at Pidmon. Oh, I loved Robert Will- Roberta Williams' Phasmagoria. But seriously, how many breakfast and bed puns are there? None, surprisingly. Absolutely none. You know, it really tried to take itself seriously as a horror film. And whether it accomplished that goal or not will be clear to you once you smoke f- four, five bowls and watch this movie. Okay. Um, also, uh, is the backstory, quote, we wanted to do Nightmare on Elm Street without future abusers Johnny Depp? I mean, that would be the backstory if this came out before Nightmare, or if this came out after Nightmare on Elm Street in My Onion. It did. And you know what? I think maybe Nightmare on Elm Street might have taken a little bit from Deathbed. Oh, God. Can you imagine Wes Craven watching this movie and be like, yeah, you know what? They got some ideas here. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, I totally can. How annoying are crumbs in your linen-pressed beard? Very annoying. Who moved the bed into place? That, that, the demon? To fuck? Uh, yeah, I think it was the demon. Okay. And he wanted to fuck, and then I think they just, like, built the house around it or something. All right. This next question from at Blair Kitch, host of the show. Yeah. Oh, fuck, we messed up. Give me a quick tally of all the vor jokes you made during this episode. We made none! We didn't make one single vor joke! To be fair, I made a vor joke um, in the while we were watching it, talking about how it was just one big like vor fetish film. So I guess now for the now the tally for the vor jokes in the podcast is one because I kind of made that one, and I'm really sorry. I know everybody hates to hear it. (coughs) (coughs) Okay, well that 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 does it for questions this week. Um. Fallon, what do you want to recommend this week? And don't recommend Dungeons and Lesbians because you can you can plug your shit at the end of the episode. Okay, so what what am I specifically recommending? Like a podcast or anything, anything? Literally anything you want. Like Blair once recommended pouring pouring river water into his shoes. Okay, I love that. Um, I would probably recommend. Uh, let me see. Going outside and taking a nice little walk and sitting in the grass and just enjoying yourself. In this climate? Fuck you. Yeah, maybe not in this climate. Maybe just sitting in the middle of your room and enjoying yourself. Give me another recommend. Yeah, that's a good recommendation. I like that. Um, my recommendation this week is... Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My recommendation recommendation this week is the podcast The Dollop, which is an American history podcast. It kind of dances on the edge of, you know, what I like, but um, it's it's extremely, you know, it's in spite of that, it's really good. I really recommend listening to their episode about Donald Trump because Jesus fucking Christ, like it's way worse than you could possibly imagine. 
It's a oh, really no. good podcast. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Fallon, where can people find you on the on the online? Um, I am on Twitter mostly uh, at America's Burden. I am on Tumblr at Stinkard, S T I N K A R D, and uh, <laughs> I'm on DeviantArt at zero 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 Higurashi zero zero zero. Thanks, I made it in the fourth grade. No way! That's actually your DeviantArt name. Yeah, it is. I hope you didn't look it up just now. I have a lot of really old art on there. Oh my God! I'm gonna make it the show art. <laughs> No, you're not, please, Jesus. What was it again? Sorry, Zuzu's your Higurashi. <laughs> on DeviantArt, See, hot a what, Bob Hobby hot? Oh my god, I haven't thought about that in a while. Me neither. Let's see. We got some. Uh, we got some uh, car. Ca- we got some Dave Cat. We got some. Uh, oh wait, hold on. This one's tagged mature content. How long ago was this? How long ago this was this bitch uploaded? This bitch was uploaded in two thousand and nine. Let's take a look see at what we are working oh, with here. I was, I was fifteen years old. Okay, let's see what we got. Ranked. What is mature content? Okay, it is a shirtless boy with red hair being carried by Nightwing. It looks like. Oh, that's uh. Those are my superhero characters. It is not Nightwing. It's just a bad knockoff. <gasps> <laughs> Please don't. Okay. I'm holding See, this was a... No, please. Okay, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm. I'm holding. I'm not gonna say anything. Please say something. I'm dying. Oh, Fallon. Oh my God. It's hey. Really oh, bad. oh. Hey. Here, here's a here's a meme you did. No. Yeah, Sup, no, guys? Really I love bad. Harry Potter, but I never heard of no, a Harry Potter, a Harry Potter musical until my right friend now. showed I'm it taking, to me. And I'm taking my headphones Hooked off. for life. My headphones are off. <laughs> my headphones are off. You can't do this to me. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad, right? Oh, I hope so. that was totally awesome. Oh! Insert huge wand joke here. Oh, I'm. I hope you know that my head is in my hands, and I'm just quietly massaging my eyes with the heels of my hands because I don't like to think about the kind of person I was when I was 15 years old, and the fact that I gave out my DeviantArt to 100 listeners just because I thought that it would be funny is about the worst mistake that I've made. And I'm really fucking saying that. I felt oh. You know, your oh, art is good, though, like, in spite, of, in, spite of, in spite of some of the content. All right, Fallon, I can't really hear you. You're kind of breaking up, so I'm just going to go ahead and do my stuff. Um, if you want to find us, you can check us out at Fearbaiting on Twitter, fearbaiting.tumblr.com, or fearbaiting at gmail.com. If you want to find me uh, at Chie Shadow Naka on Twitter or Chie ChieSatonakas.tumblr.com, you can also uh, support the podcast on Patreon, patreon.com slash fearbaiting. Um, you can check me out on my other podcast, The Wonder Year, which is an Animorphs rereading and rewatching podcast. Uh, currently, we are rewatching, and that show is a nightmare. And I really recommend you tuning in because these are some really good episodes we're doing. And uh, my other podcast is Henry Kissinger is Pokemon Going to Die. I left this in podcast that I host with 11, 12 of my friends. And it is a absolute horror show because the political climate we live in is a fucking nightmare. And that's it for me. Fallon, do you know what we say when we end the podcast? Uh, what do we say? 
Okay, I will message it to you. Okay. Um. In, until next week, folks. I'm Lulu. I'm Fallon. And remember. Remember. You say that. You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. Good night.